Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. We are going to talk some dynamite. We are going to talk uh, some preview to this weekend's Rebellion which I believe is Saturday. It's always better when a uh, pay-per-view is on Saturday as opposed to Sunday, isn't it? Uh, What else? Cover a few different things. Real quick, want to remind you folks as we dive into this tonight, smash that like button, smash that sub button, Ring that bell for notifications so that you know when I go live. If you're on Team Twitch, you can sub, you can give subs, you can cheer bits. Team YouTube, wow, take two. Team YouTube, you know what to do. You can, if you want to tip one of your favorite podcasts, you can use a super sticker or super chat. Every once in a while on here, more often than not, actually, I do let you guys know how much I do appreciate you guys. And just to thank publicly, because it is my birthday coming up in a few days on the 25th, I got an early birthday present in the mail, and I got to share this with you guys. I got this one... From one, he's usually in the chat as Punk Trace, a.k.a. Eric, from down in Florida. I got a lovely pinup of Santana Garrett. Thank you so much. I do love me some Santana Garrett. Loved her in WoW, and I know she's been doing some stuff down in i believe aew she's been on there you know a handful of times i believe so thank you very much i'm gonna get that framed up and i'm gonna put it right next to the other one i got from you thank you so much much love eric hope you're staying safe down here down there in sarasota Oh, what else is going on? Ah, yes. The link for the merch is in the description starting tomorrow, the 21st through the 26th. Almost a week-long sale, folks. Oh, my God. We got 20% off the STP merch. Go get yourself some STP merch. You got mugs. You got caps. You got bandanas. You got tees, sweatshirts. Well, it's almost not sweatshirt weather anymore. But depending on where you are and how warm it's getting, there are muscle tops and tanks in there as well. Going to be on sale. And I do want to mention... Let's see if I can get this loaded in here quickly. 
I should be able to. I should be able to. There's a sale going on. Let's see if I can get this. No. Is it not going to? Ah, oh, here we go. Oh, I can't upload it there. All right, give me a minute here, folks. Just give me a minute. This will work. We'll get this to work. If it's not too big. I don't know if this is going to process correctly. You might have seen this last night on the throwback. Oh, there it is. Here we go. We're going to play this. All right. So you saw this last night on the throwback on Total Nonstop Impact. If you did not, we told you about it. But here's a little video to promote it. Camera guy gimmick uh, on his on his website has got a sale going on for some limited merch. And this, there's a sale promo. We're going to bring that up here in a second. I've got to... i got to find this. It was in our chat earlier. Give me a second. Oh, man. Let's just say that the chat was going nuts today. And here we go. Okay. All right. So the promo code that you put in there on the website is T-N-A-P-O-D. T-N-A-P-O-D. For 10% off, I I don't know how long the sale's going on. And we're going to push this tomorrow night as well. I know that some people tried to put the the stuff, uh, the, the code in, and it didn't work. You can tr try it tonight. I haven't heard this way or that. But here's a little video to show you what they got. And the <clears throat> website, if you blinked at the end there, camera guy gimmick, camera guy gimmick at bigcartel.com. Um, TNA pod is the code for 10% off specifically from your friends at Total Nonstop Impact. So there you go. And yes, happy 420 to those of you who celebrate. To me, it's Wednesday. 
Oh, man. So what we'll do is we'll run down tonight's Dynamite, and then we will go over the Impact Wrestling Rebellion card. Tomorrow's pretty loaded, too. Can't wait, folks. Is going to be a wild night. Now, apparently, there is a pre a pre-show a countdown there's so many title bouts on the pay-per-view they put two of them on the pre-show that's because there's some crazy hard-hitting stuff one or two of them Countdown to Rebellion. Okay, so that's going to be the knockouts and the X Division. All right, but we'll go over that later. All right, so tonight's card, pretty damn good card, if I do say so myself. And they're really amping up some good storylines. Very happy with them. <laughs> Plus, we got a little announcement from TK himself. Actually, it wasn't from TK. Which was which honestly made it even more interesting. Oh. Anna Reed with the super sticker. Much love. Much love. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll get to the de- we'll get to the details on that whole super show, if you will, in a little bit. All right. So honestly, what I was most excited for tonight is what kicked off the show. And I talked about this a little bit last night on the um, oh, it was the um, the TNI uh, family dinner. Sorry, just closing a couple tabs here. All right. Yeah, absolutely. This was a dream match for me as well. I think watching Dustin Rhodes in this point in his in his career, he is the healthiest he's been in the last however many decades he's been wrestling. I'm not a math guy. You guys do the math. But in all of his matches, in all of his matches, he's never faced CM Punk. I love me some Dustin Rhodes. 
and I'm insanely proud of him that he has been sober for the last several years. So the fact that these two pulled off this match in the ring tonight to kick off the show, man, so good. This was just a great wrestling match telling telling a story. And that's something that both these guys know how to do very well. Two veterans. And, uh, man, talk about some limb work. You know, you know J-Bone. Always talking about <laughs> a great part to a wrestling match is doing that limb work. Dustin Rhodes working on uh, CM Punk's arm and CM Punk working on Dustin Rhodes' uh, legs to the point that Dustin Rhodes could barely walk anymore. Really took a lot out of him. And we don't know how many more matches Dustin Rhodes has. But damn, if this is one to like end them all, in my book, in my professional podcasting opinion, it was amazing. CM Punk gets the win here. Adam Page then notices from the backstage area, obviously, because he's not out there during this, that CM Punk, once again, is doing that discount double check (laughs) a la um, Aaron Rodgers, how he used to do so many times going into a Super Bowl season. Or going into the playoffs or whatever, you know. Or in all those goofy-ass commercials. And um, so... (laughs) So CM Punk has been doing that after every single match lately. He's been doing this at least a handful of times, if not more. He gets to the top of the ramp and Hangman Pages music hits. And he comes out and he is just about nose to nose with Punk. So I got a feeling these two are going to see each other sooner rather than later. And I had a feeling... I had a feeling tonight as I was watching this match and, and let me know your opinion on this in the chat. If let me know if you saw this, cause I saw something in punk tonight. He was a little more. And I, I look, I, I, I've say this a billion times. I try not to overthink wrestling, but when someone's doing something in the ring, that's a little more out of the norm 
than what they're usually doing and not just CM Punk doing CM Punk stuff. He was a little more nasty in this match, wasn't he? Was it to knock down a big guy like Dustin Rhodes because he has five decades under his belt? Or was he just doing everything he can to get the veteran down for the one, two, three? Let me know your thoughts. Because I don't know about you, but I feel like CM Punk might be turning heel before the next pay-per-view. I don't know. I'm not saying he has to. But in, in, in my head, it makes sense. If you got two ultra big, you know, baby faces going at it, I, I don't know. It feels a little weird. I'm not saying you have to have a heel and you have to have a face or baby face. But CM Punk, man, he always kind of just rides that gray line, if you know what I mean. <laughs> CM Punk turning heel confirmed, says Bell's boy. We'll see. We'll see. TK, get on this. <laughs> No, and I love punk either way. And I absolutely believe CM Punk is getting that title. I love Adam Page. I love Hangman Adam Page. But there is nothing like watching CM Punk as a heel. There's a lot of people that criticize Punk for what he's doing right now. I don't know why. These are probably the same dumbasses that, you know, were bitching because he was gone for seven years. Well, he's back. Well, shit, he's doing some of the best wrestling of his entire life. Now you want to complain? I saw something just stupid on Twitter today. People mocking CM Punk because he said some point at during an interview or press conference or press or whatever, said, I want to put over the younger guys. And then showed him versus a bunch of in-ring veterans. Well, he hasn't been in the ring with only veterans. Of course you're going to make him look like an ass when you show stuff like that. But he's also had five-star matches against guys like MJF, Darby Allen, Wardlow. Do I have to go on? The list is out there. People are just going to bitch the bitch. Don't buy into it, folks. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, this was an amazing match. Adam Page meets him at the top of the stage 
after CM Punk uh, is, is just about left the area. And um, we are we are going to get this. Wardlow then enters. Um, enters the backstage area with his gear, only to be met by a pair of handcuffs being put on him. So apparently he doesn't get any music. He has to walk around in handcuffs. I'm surprised he didn't have to do the damn match in handcuffs. I, I, I tell you what, I, I, I don't know if it's intentional, but it makes it even feel more like a uh, a play on the old Goldberg thing when he used to walk around with the security, you know. Um, and I don't mean that as an insult or anything. Because Wardlow from the fans already gets the Goldberg chance. And I'm not saying they're chanting Goldberg, but they're chanting Wardlow like everyone chants Goldberg. So you can see the similarities. You got the build. He's a he's a power guy, just like Goldberg. But I feel like this guy is more talented than Goldberg in a lot of ways. But I like this. This is uh this is good stuff. It's just another way for them to put over Wardlow. So I'm not complaining. But of course it makes you hate MJF MJF even more for doing all this, right? Um next we got the match of uh the BCC versus uh, Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty, and uh, Brock Anderson. Arn Anderson's son. Kind of a motley crew of guys, but then again, look at the BCC. You got Danielson, you got Mox, and you got Yuta. But they're all ass kickers in their own way. Um, this one was pretty short but sweet. It wasn't a squash by any means, but, you know. It's it's just signif signif try that again signifying the the strength of the BCC. So um, I don't get that confused with the BBC. It's something European overseas or something. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but it, it was still fun. It was, it was one of those things where everybody got their shit in and um, Martin Moriarty and Anderson all did stuff in the match that made them look good. So, like I said, it wasn't a squash match. This was fun, but it was, it was quick. You know, it is what it is. Uh, you got the undisputed elite in the back. The Young Bucks in the middle, Adam Cole. And on the other side, you got Red Dragon talking about how they've all had significant losses lately. And something's got to change. Something's Something's got to give. So they decided that they're going to do an open challenge next week. Ten-man tag, the five of them open challenging to the whole roster. Who is going to? to answer the call 
And of course, we see more from Adam Cole later. We'll get to that. Actually, it's next here as I'm looking at my notes. Uh, Tony Khan is joined by the president of New Japan Pro Wrestling, who never did get the get a word in edgewise. Here it's supposed to be Tony Khan's big announcement. And Tony Khan was just left standing there because he was cut off by the one we were just talking about, Adam Cole. And he announces June 26, Chicago United Center, the event, the Forbidden Door. It's going to be a big super show between AEW and New Japan. But then Adam Cole brings out another cohort of his. It basically uh, saying it's it's not just about AEW and New Japan. The one, the only leader of the Bullet Club, Jay White, comes out and says it's about the undisputed elite and the Bullet Club. Here we go, folks. Jay White said he was going to put together a, a some form of the Bullet Club in AEW. It's happening. Oh, you can smell the collusion in the air. <laughs> I can't wait, folks. This so this is going to be a pay per view special. Um. And now that I'm looking at the calendar, this is going to be the weekend after the Wednesday of the Milwaukee, the return of AEW to Milwaukee, June 22nd, I believe it is, 22nd, 23rd, whatever that Wednesday is. And this special is going to be right after that. So the show coming to my town is going to be the go-home show. <laughs> Even more reason to go now. You know this show is going to end up selling out. And would I like to go to the United Center show? Sure. But um, I had to miss last year's Milwaukee date. So I definitely want to go to this one. It's probably going to be a barn burner of an event. It's going to be the Dynamite and Rampage the day before this event, the Forbidden Door. I'm guessing it's going to be a, a Fight TV event or, or maybe a regular pay-per-view. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure more details will come out sooner rather than later. But, yeah, very exciting. Jade Cargill in the backstage area there with her group of baddies that she has recently put together over the last week or so. Red Velvet and Kiara Hogan joining Jade Cargill. So for those of you, including myself, looking for uh, Kiara Hogan lately, and maybe Red, Red Velvet, they're joining Jade Cargill in uh, 
in her fight to stay on top in the women's division with the TBS title. Not a bad thing. Hey, at least they're getting at least they're getting used then, right? You put them together as a united front to back up. It's not a bad backup team there. Impact fans know what I'm talking about. Critical Sting here says, even crazier is that Slammiversary is going to be the weekend before. Oh, that is going to be in, intense. Oof, that's going to be a, man, June is going to be nuts. Is that really? Oh, boy. Hmm. Well, let's get through Rebellion first, and we'll talk about that at the end of this review. Next, we got uh, MJF up in the box eating some popcorn with the chairman himself. And uh, the Butcher comes out versus Wardlow. Wardlow, of course, in handcuffs. This one was pretty quick, but this was still fun. Two big guys slapping meat, as they like to say. Wardlow beats the Butcher with four power bombs and a pin. One, two, three. My God. And MJF is just pissed. Next, we got a Owen Hart. Uh, Owen Hart Cup qualifier, Jungle Boy versus Kyle O'Reilly. Man, this one was good. Watching this one, I almost couldn't decide whether I liked this more than the opener. Punk versus uh, Dustin Rhodes. But this one was good. It was a different kind of match. I mean, a very technical, very ground-based from... Uh, you know, from both of these guys. Maybe a little more aerial from Jungle Boy, but not too much. Kyle O'Reilly gets the win, though. This is his this was his first singles match in AEW and his first win. So congrats to Kyle O'Reilly. I just got the notification for the Rampage spoilers, so we're not going to look those up right now. All right. So, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly gets a win. And he uh, he is going to be in the, um, the Owen Hart tournament with uh, Samoa Joe. Not that they're going to face each other, but they've both qualified. Next, we got one of the more popular guys on the roster right now. This is his AEW Dynamite TBS debut, in-ring debut, that is. Hook versus one of my favorite guys to watch on the indie scene, but he's been in AEW over the last few months with his... uh tag team partner, J.D. Drake. 
So it's great to see him get some uh, love from this company, Mr. Anthony Henry. Um, I really wanted to see a little more of a match here, but Hook made short work of this guy. Uh, maybe somewhere down the line we can see a little more drawn-out match. But, man, Hook is so good. I mean, he just – his – you know, you talk about somebody's flow in the ring, and, man. <laughs> does my audience know me or does my audience know me? Critical Sting – here comes the flow slam reference. <laughs> Tremendous memory there. I wasn't going to say it, but you said it for me. Yes. Good old flow slam back in the day. Started watching them five, six, five, six years ago. Here we go. Hey, we got a uh, Uncle Mark in the chat. What's up, brother? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Love you, Critical Sting. Uh, Hook gets the win here, and then he gets cursed. He gets cursed, or an attempted cursing, if you will. Danhausen jumps out from underneath the ring. How long has he been underneath there? He's just, is he down there like all week just waiting for this moment? It's crazy. So he gets in the ring and he's like, he's he's so frustrated because these curses are not working. He tries to curse them week after week after week. And Hook in his in his in his earbuds and his silly bags of chips and his backpack and his his big oversized hoodie they just they just walk all over Danhausen's curses completely irrelevant. So Danhausen, out of just being just utterly frustrated at this point, he's got nothing else to do. But challenge him. Challenges Hook. I don't know when this is going to take place. But man, did Danhausen get a pop here. We knew Danhausen, once he joined AEW, it was only going to be a matter of time before he was going to be healthy enough to get back in the ring. He's been out for quite a while because he busted his leg right around the same time that... Um, Oh, there's a few people that busted their stuff right around the same time. I think Mance Warner is another one right around the same time. But yeah, good old Danhausen. He is going to be facing Hook. Hell, he may he may give Hook his first loss. Crazy. Next, we got uh, Kaz and Scorpio Sky in the back. Kaz just about to call out Sammy Guevara. Scorpio Sky stops him, and he's like, hey, look, I just want to get my rematch, and then after I reclaim my TNT title, I'll give you, Kaz, my brother from another mother, 
the first shot at the TNT title. We go to commercial then. Sammy Guevara is out there with with uh, Ty Conti. Sammy Guevara is with this TNT title and this big fur coat. And I was like, oh, man, you could smell it a while. You could smell it a mile away. The heel turns coming. In fact, some people say it's already here, but it's it's been it's been gradual. It's been it hasn't been like overnight, like ridiculous. It's been a slow burn because Sammy's always been kind of cocky. But like Kid Rock says, he backs it up. He backs it up in the ring. So, um, but yeah, look, I love Sammy Guevara. He's one of the best on the roster right now, in my opinion. Uh, or, or, or at least one of my favorites. I mean, it's all subjective, you know. So then Scorpio Sky comes out there with Ethan Page and Dan Lambert to a round of cheers. Like, wait, wait a second. Wait a minute. What's going on here? We got a double turn happening before our eyes? Especially with Dan Lambert and company? Scorpio Sky basically uh, wants another shot at Sammy Guevara's TNT title. Sammy Guevara starts shooting his mouth off. Ethan Page, following up his quite emotional uh, promo from this last week or this last weekend or whenever he did it, was pretty recent, gets a big old pop from the crowd. Ethan Page! I was shocked. I was like, wow. And that's all it took. See, let the guy talk. He's good. Dan Lambert gets on the mic and he even gets a pop. Hell has officially frozen over folks. It's unbelievable. So next week, as Sammy's music is playing out, everybody, it's going to be a ladder match for the TNT title. Better hang on to your butts, folks. This one's going to be a good one. We know what happened at the last one was so good, Sammy sent Cody out of the company. Oh! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just kidding. We got another Owen Hart qualifier. Now, I don't know if this is a Dynamite debut, but I think this girl has been on Dark and or Dark Elevation. Miss Danielle Camella, formerly... Wasn't this girl Vanessa born in NXT and she got let go last year, I believe? I believe this is the same girl. And I can't say too much about her, but this one didn't last too long. Britt Baker beats her in the Owen Hart qualifier. Britt Baker flanked by members of the Pittsburgh Steelers, getting a lovely pop from the crowd with the terrible towels and all that stuff, backing uh, Britt Berg's favorite biatch, 
basically says that she is going to wipe the floor with the competition for the rest of the Owen Hart qualifier cup, you know, tournament. Was that right? That was, okay, that was Vanessa Bourne? Okay. Then next week, we get the announcement of the Philly Street Fight. Serena Deeb, her, Hikaru Shida. This one supposedly is going to end the feud. Can't wait. I'm excited. Think I heard uh, Front Row Bill's going to be in attendance for this one. I don't know if he's going to be Front Row, but he's going to be there. We got the main event then, coffin match between Darby Allen and Andrade. Now, th this one was okay. I don't think this was as fun as maybe his last one. I'm trying to remember who was the last one. Was that Ethan Page? I forget. Um, but it was still good. Darby Allen gets the wing here, but uh, a Sting gets involved. Uh, Marcus or Mark Quinn gets involved. The uh, the Blade gets involved. They try double teaming Sting. Sting takes care of both of them. So I I really wanted this one to be more about Andrade, but of course they got to throw, you know, the Andrade office, house, family thing, whatever the hell it's called. Um, you know, they got to give them some TV time. So, of course, they're going to cheat the win and all that. Um so, but, but but that's like my only criticism of this. So it's not a big one. It didn't like ruin the match for me. I, I believe I stepped out for just a small part during the commercial break. Um, so this one got almost 15 minutes. So a decent amount of time. Um, I did, I did like the, uh, the coffin. It's a, uh, Reminds me of the uh, the painted up ones that they did in Lucha Underground. Obviously, those were more ethnic to the you know Mexican you know AAA way of doing things. But um, but yeah, these are all you know revolving around Darby Allen's character and all that. So overall, good, a very good show. Um, Nice representation for the women. You had Jade and her baddie crew. You had uh, Britt Baker getting a nice pop from her hometown. And then you get a promo talking about um, Hikaru Shida and uh, Serena Deeb. So like I said, they, they are getting better with the representation of women on the main show like this, you know? So it, it is nice to see. Um you know, is it is it more matches? No, but it's continuing storylines. It's slow burns that have been continuing for a while, like Deeb and Sheeta. That one's been lasting for months, but it's been one of the better stories in the women's roster of AEW. Uh, if you're not paying attention to it, there's one match left, and I seriously 
think you should go back and watch some more if you haven't seen some of these. Very good stuff. Um, but yeah, good show. Good show. Loving the, the BCC. Hook got his Dynamite debut. You got the big announcement of the New Japan AEW Forbidden Door Show. Uh, Forbidden Door Show. A very big shoe. And that one's coming up in June. So uh, I'll be keeping an eye on the details surrounding that as that gets closer. Um, all right. Should we talk about some impact wrestling? We'll do uh, a preview of the card going into this uh, Saturday, I believe. Yeah, Saturday, April 23rd. Two days before my birthday. Not a spring chicken anymore. All right. So the pre-show, or the countdown to Rebellion, if you will, is, let's see, it's going to be free on YouTube. So make sure you catch it on there. We got the Knockouts Tag Team Championships on the line. The Inspiration Three Days Before Pell's Boys. Nice, nice. Oh, man. Um, so inspiration getting their rematch against the influence, the knockouts world tag team champions. Um, I don't think the inspiration are getting it back. I'm going to go with the, uh, knockout tag title holders to hold on to this one. What's next here? Oh, talk about one that's going to... They're probably going to start off the show with this one if I know Impact Wrestling. They've started out many shows along with many pay-per-views with the X Division just to get the crowd fired up. And you know what's going to happen here too. So you're going to get Ace Austin versus Mike Bailey versus Trey Miguel, the X Division champion. Triple threat match for the X Division Championship. Oh, man. I'm going Mike. I'm going Mike Bailey on this one. I think it's time. I think it's time. He's so on fire right now. I can't even. I mean, I, I love Trey Miguel. Don't get me wrong. I love Trey. But Mike Bailey is, man, you got to strike while the the getting's hot. And um, you know there's going to be other people coming after Mike too. So build them up while you can because um, time goes fast in the world of wrestling. I think Mike Bailey is going to take that X Division title here. 
main card. Now, this one's going to be nuts. We've talked about this a little bit as far as what teams are all going to be involved. But Violent by Design is defending the Impact World Tag Team titles in an eight-team elimination challenge. Folks, don't get upset if we see new tag team title holders here. I love me some VBD. Don't get me wrong. But man, uh, eight teams or seven other teams that Violent by Design have to go through. I don't know when, who's coming in at what point. But um, if Violent by Design's coming out last, I, I have no idea. You know, but we're going to get, you know, Swan and Mac. We're going to get uh, Heath and Rhino. We're probably going to get the Good Brothers. And, you know, there's going to be others. Make it, make it a surprise or two. We'll see. We'll see. Um. I'm going to say VBD retains here. But don't be surprised if we get a, at least a showing of some sort uh, by the Briscoes. Because they're going to be around the next day. They are coming back to Impact Wrestling. So hold on to your butts, folks. Two Big giant slapping meat. We got uh, Jonah versus Ishii. Oof. The Stone Pitbull versus the Top Dog. Gotta go, Jonah. Jonah's on fire lately. He's absolutely killing it. We got the knockouts uh, world champion Tasha Steeles versus Rosemary. I just realized in this picture, Rosemary is biting a knife. Is she going to be able to take down the Bariqua badass? I don't think so. I think Tasha Steeles is going to hang on to this here. But I can't wait to see Rosemary try. It's going to be a hell of a match. Could be, could be low-key dark horse match of the evening, if I know these two. Now, this one is not... A title match per se. This could lead to a. This could lead to a, a title match down the road. But honestly, and you know, and I don't want to overthink this. This may be the last time or one of the last times we see Jonathan Gresham in an impact ring 
because now things are really starting to things are going to start really flowing for him for like AEW and Ring of Honor stuff because um, he did officially sign with AEW slash Ring of Honor. Hence why he didn't lose his title yet. <sighs> um, I think Jonathan Gresham's going to beat Eddie Edwards here. He's going to, if, uh, if Jonathan Gresham is leaving the territory, if you will, he's going to leave a winner. Next, we've got a triple threat. Jay White, Steve Macklin, and Chris Saban all going head-to-head here. I know a lot of people wanted the Motor City Machine. Wow, say that 10 times really fast. The Motor City Machine Guns to be a part of this pay-per-view. But Alex Shelley has uh, prior things going on with GCW the same night. So, unfortunately, Alex will not be around. But we got Chris Saban here. This one's tough. This one's really tough. Um, And with the way things are amping up between New Japan now and AEW... I don't know how much longer Jay White's going to stick around. And I don't want to assume anything, but um, I'm, I'm hoping that Jay sticks around because um, I'm, I'm sure he's digging what he's doing with the Bullet Club in uh, Impact Wrestling and New Japan Strong, of course. Um, oh man, who takes this one? You know what? I'm going to go with Macklin. I'm going to go with Steve Macklin. I think he's, um, he's going to arrive. He's going to rise above both these guys. I got a, I got a feeling, got a feeling. We've got the Ring of Honor Women's and AAA Reina de Reina's champion, Diana Perrazzo, defending the AAA Reina de Reina's championship against the returning Ty of Valkyrie. Oh, la huera loca. And depending on who you like more, and I know if I know my audience, it's a bit of a toss-up between these two. I know my audience loves them some Taya ever since she left. I know they've been wanting her to return. Well, it might be short-lived, folks. It might be short-lived. 
because this champ champ challenge i think is going to come in the door and is going to leave with the triple a reina de reina's title leaving diana perrazzo with one empty shoulder after this show i think taya valkyrie is going to take that title from the one, the only, Diana Perrazzo. We got the main event here. I don't think they're going to add any more. This is a pretty strong card. But we got the Impact World's Champion, Moose. Defending the Impact World title against Josh Alexander. Um, I think this is Josh Alexander's night. And nothing against Moose. Moose has been an absolutely tremendous champion. Um, I got a feeling. Now, I'm not saying this has to happen. But if there's going to be a night to do this, it's going to be tonight uh, at this show that we see the return of Team Canada, if you will, with one Scott Demore backing Josh Alexander. And that, I, hey, it, it might even be a double turn, folks. Depending on how the match is booked, it would be mind-blowing. But it certainly could be a double turn. Do not be surprised. Because it Josh could go so haywire on Moose to the point that it's it's almost ugly. And if Scott interferes, I mean, yeah, I I love the fact that a team Canada would be coming back. We we talk about him every week on the throwback. How good the uh, the coach from Sask- Saskatoon <laughs> with the Saskatoon strap match? <laughs> oh man, it gets me every time. Ah, uh, love that, folks! If you're not watching the throwbacks with us, there's only a few left. Please watch them with us because, um. Man, this whole run of the NWA TNA pay-per-views has been just a blast to do. I didn't think I was going to have this much fun doing them. Now, granted, there were a few stinkers in there, but damn good stuff. Damn good stuff. Um, So, yeah, that's the card. That's my picks. We'll do, uh, we'll do more on Thursday. That's, uh, oh, that's tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be full day. I got to get up at like six in the morning. Um, yeesh. and, um, so yeah, loaded day, but we're going to have a loaded show tomorrow night on total nonstop. 
Impact. We'll run down the uh, go-home show for Rebellion, along with giving our previews of uh, the pay-per-view happening on Saturday. So we'll get a few more people. So I'll I'll go over because I don't only I know only so many people watch me here, but um, we'll do we'll do mine and we'll do um, everyone else's picks as well. So. Can't wait, folks. It's going to be a big night tomorrow night and a big, even bigger night Saturday night. Do join us for that because you know we're going to be covering that over on Total Nonstop Impact. Um, so, um, so yeah. Wow. Just kept the whole thing at just about an hour. Tremendous. All right. I got to get up bright and squirrely in the morning we're gonna get out of here uh just to let you folks know again uh the camera guy gimmick big cartel site that we've been plugging with the classic tna merch the code is t-n-a-p-o-d t-n-a pod for 10 percent off go support the guy see people talking about elgin why are people talking about elgin anyways uh and then my link to the stp merch starting tomorrow 20 percent off through the 26th almost a week-long sale folks whoops and we're just throwing throwing bottles around now 20 percent off the spread shop merch for stp go get yourself some stp merch we got bone danas we got we got mugs caps tees tanks men's and women's you can even customize it it's one of the best parts about it so pick yourself up some merch folks and i will see you tomorrow night on tni for the uh live reaction can't wait looks like a pretty fun card and then the review following that um and then of course our picks for rebellion uh rebellion as well so join us tomorrow night much love everyone on your way out of here don't forget to smash that like button smash that sub button ring that bell for notifications why so that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Thanks again to Eric for the lovely pick of Santana Garrett. She's beautiful. There's even some birthday cake. Good night, folks. <laughs>